What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Toronto Blue Jays? This is Anthony recording live and directing the new Billy Shears podcast studio still in lovely Milton, Ontario. This is episode three of the Blue Jay edition. Unfortunately, it's really tough to do a Blue Jay edition when the team isn't doing well. You know, we, we, we tried it last time with Brad Myers. We couldn't even stay on topic. This time, I have lovely Ba Walker in studio, Uncle Ba in the house, talking this and that about the Toronto Blue Jays. It's a good one. It's a long one, but it's very therapeutic. I hope you guys enjoy. We'll be doing a couple more, as well as there's a special announcement inside the podcast towards the end about what we're doing moving forward. So thank you so much. Moving forward with the Blue Jay edition. Uh, with that being said, don't worry. All the things you, you've come to love about the Blue Jay edition are still going to stick around. We're just going to add some spice to this thing. Um, I want to put a friendly hello and reach out to Mr. Mike, the coach, Paraconi. Uh, I know he's doing well with it with his little guy. We're hoping to have him on soon enough, finish up a couple of things. And that being said, thank you so much for paying attention. Enjoy the show. This is the Not After 30 podcast, a podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. I can't help it, man. Like, I'm just full of hot air. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> you ready to do this? I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we back. They're back. They're, They're back. back. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Across the table from me, we found him in the deep, dark corners of Burlington. We pulled him out. Ball walker across the table from me, ladies and germs. Hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, I can I can hear the crowd. Everyone just cranked up their radio. They're excited to hear from you. I was lost at sea, but now I am found. Oh, and you're here. I'm home. You're looking fantastic, brother. Thank you, thank you. Drop I'll take any pounds. compliments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, got a new uh, construction job. Ah. So work out while you work. Work it. Paying, getting paid to work out. Yeah, not bad, right? I feel like a celebrity almost doing that. <laughs> can I? Yeah. I think I will say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go with it. Go with yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, just make. My it mom work. thinks I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Mom Thinks I'm Cool podcast coming out soon. Jesse, are you doing well? I, I'm doing well. Mm. A lot better than what we're going to be talking about today. I Amen. can tell you that. Amen, brother. Um, this is Blue Jay edition number four, I think. Three or four. Which tells you something about this season. Which, exactly. At, at that low number. We had Brad Myers on a couple weeks. Uh, he subbed in for the Blue Jay edition, and I think we talked about Blue Jays for a about four minutes, and then it was talking about baseball and how good other teams are. Yep. So I'm going to apologize for that episode. Um, it was never our intention to do that. <laughs> it was but the baseball podcast, not it, the Blue Jays. Yeah, yeah, it was baseball edition. Um, but Jesse, I, I haven't told you yet. This is late breaking news. This year, the NA30, from the success of the NA30 hockey hockey playoff pool that happened last year, this baseball season, the first ever NA30 baseball playoff pool is happening. Really? Really, really. Because you guys have no team in the race and now it's just for cash? Basically. Yeah, I understand that completely. Yeah, 10 bucks buys you a a bracket. You can max out at two brackets if you want. And winner take all. Are you inviting me right now to the baseball playoff pool? You are. You're the first official invitee. Okay. Last year, I won a cool $100. Part of being an adult male is... I love gambling, right? <laughs> so that, love that's being, a great part of it. I love being irresponsible with money, yeah, especially with sports. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, take my money. And and I am building a trophy. 
You know what? I was just looking at so many websites to build a fantasy football trophy. Yeah. There are some good ones, like a guy sitting on the couch. On oh. I want something like that. I want a legit, like when you watch the league. Yes, not yes. that massive. Yeah, it's a Shiva. Obviously, that's yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. The baseball trophy is going to be pretty awesome. I've already purchased one half of it, <laughs> and I need to. I need to construct the second half of it. Okay, the bottom half. You pay for just a little stand, or you just have the guy? I'm not going to tell you shit. (laughs) Um, Also, I've also purchased half of the trophy, which uh, this upcoming hockey season, we will be doing another playoff pool. But um, as reigning champion of that league, Mm -hmm. uh, I need to finish the trophy before I hand it off to somebody else. So I have at least another six months before I have to worry about that. Make sure you get your name engraved somewhere or something, because we made a trophy once for... Beer pong that lasted, I think, ten years. Okay, and it was just a picture inside a frame. Okay, but I had written on the back of the picture inside the frame, first ever champion is here." Because oh. I won the first one. I wrote this whole spiel, like almost a speech. Yes. If anybody ever looked in the future, they would see. Oh, solid. History. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. What What my goal is, um, <laughs> the base will be constructed out of this fiber called wood. And mm. have you heard of it? No. No. Apparently, it's like a really good resource. It's fairly inexpensive. And I'm going to do like... that raw paper, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I think it's like, yeah, something along that line. Yeah. And uh, my goal is to construct like a three by three, same size, almost like a Stanley Cup looking, but instead of round and beautiful, it's going to be square and wood. And uh, every year we're going to just add on another brick to that and we're going to have the... He's in- building a box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? You guys will see. Okay? You guys will we'll, we'll, we'll make a video of it. Anyways, Blue Jay edition number four, I think... Jesse, Bob, baby, I don't know. I don't even know. Let, do you want, we, we should start with the record, I imagine. Fifth in the ALEs. <sighs> yes. Currently the record 65-77. Uh, what, what they that, still games? have a chance. Yeah, still have a chance to maybe That's what my mom, truly. How, how's Mama Walker doing? Is she okay as a Blue Jay fan? <laughs> Uh, she is hating how much she has to defend them. Yeah. I don't know why she's defending them. <laughs> so because I'm not she's a good fan. I know I'm not on her side. <laughs> you know, I was talking about it with her. Those years in the 2000s, as the Jays right. with the Blackjacks, there were some bad years. Yes, I still cared more and wasn't as upset as I am with this season. Mm. Like this season just defeated me. Do you, do you think it's because there's so much potential and the potential was never reached? Like it was like a false start. Every time there's a little roll, then there's like a four game losing streak, a little roll, and then a three game losing streak, and then there's like a six game losing streak. Like I like what you said at the party the other night. I thought about that. Not only injuries, but how good everyone else has been this year. Right. But I, I don't know if the expectations. But if you remember on the podcast last year, Jace, I didn't like management. I didn't right. like the Shapiro signing. I right. was not a fan to begin with. So they haven't won me over. I I hate them. <laughs> well, we're gonna get into I that. Know, that. I the, know. I know. We can't jump. Just can't I get jump it. the gun I get just it. yet. Okay. I've been thinking about this like all night and morning. What I was gonna say and it just yeah. kept firing me up. And just... <laughs> you start pumping iron. You're like fucking Jace. Fucking Jace. <laughs> fucking Tulo. Yeah. Fucking got their picture on the wall. Yeah. Just looking. Just staring intently at the picture. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, so let, let's just do a little bit of backtracking. Okay. Uh, month of July, mm-hmm. they went 12 and 15, almost 500. They never went 500. They never went 500. Once. Never once. You want to know Close. the real issue? They never went 500 once. Yeah, that, and that's probably the biggest um, 
notable storyline of this season for the for the. They got off to that bad start, horrible start, and then you know it just got to them. It got under their skin. No matter how much they try to say that it didn't affect them, it obviously yeah, it got them. them. It got them. Um, Month of August, yeah, slightly better, thirteen and fifteen. Oh wow! Yeah. Was that our best season, our that, best uh, month? So far, because right now we're talking the month of September. Now we're only eight games in. They're playing in a couple hours right now, but they're three and five already on this month. They're already behind the eight ball, and they're playing the worst team in baseball right now. And they, the Detroit Tigers are the worst team in baseball beside the White Sox. Yeah, they sold everybody. They sold everybody off. You know, and fine, they're making, they're making their play to rebuild. They fucking beat the Jays. Where and the no, J- the Jays beat themselves. The Jays, if you watch you know, these yes, games, yes, Anthony, yes, 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 the yeah. Jays beat themselves. You're right. Like, some of this shit that happens is mind boggling. In the words of Ron Burgundy or whoever it was, <laughs> was it? <laughs> like it's they beat themselves. Yeah, some of right. these teams. No way we should be losing series you know, the way we are. You know, I, I wasn't going to bring him up today because I feel like he's he's had a rough season. But Roberto Osuna. Oh, I thought you were going to say Tulo or Osuna. No, yeah, like Osuna. Like, he started so strong, got his first nod to the All Star game, and everybody in Toronto was like, "Yeah, he's a future uh, uh, Mariano Rivera Rivera from the Yankees. Like he's he's the next All Star closer." And then after the All Star break, he. Fell apart. He had three blown saves going into the All Star break. He's had seven since. And this season's not even over, man. He there, he might be due for another blowout before the end of the season. It scares me. It's upsetting. I'm sorry to say it, but man, like when you like, I will always remember the Michael Saunders fall from grace last year. Yeah. First half All Star, second half disappeared. You know, and I'm worried that like Asuna caught a, a case of the Saunders. The the mental issue he brought up, mm. that's going to affect him for the rest of his career. Like the anxiety. Yeah. Well, it's whatever, rumored. Yeah, know, yeah. Whatever he went for now. Yeah. With the media, from now on, whenever he has a down right, stretch, right. doesn't matter if he's on the Jays, he could be on Texas, whoever the hell he's on in the future. That's going to follow him for a career. I'm not even saying it's a negative thing because it's a serious issue. Yeah. I'm not going to make light heart of someone nope. I don't know with an issue like that. But with sports media, which is just yeah. – <laughs> I know we're part of it right now, yeah. like talking about it. I yeah. get it. But that's going to be a thing that follows him. And I feel like his age started to truly show too because, I mean, how many closers at that age – are relied on almost solely yeah, for a major national team that is playoff that is supposed to be yeah, a playoff be, team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you're at that age with that pressure. And the one thing that is almost frightening, but as a fan, I love more than anything is when you play for the Jays, you're not playing for Toronto. Right. You're playing for Canada. Right, right. You go to Vancouver, I go visit family in Calgary, girlfriends, family, whatever. All Jay gear. Yeah. Jays hats everywhere. Yeah, yeah. They're Jays fans. So you're playing for a whole country, and the fans even recognize that. You hear Tulo or Donaldson say that in an interview. So that's a lot of pressure for, what is he, 22? Yeah, 22. 22? 21 started the season. Yeah, and and he was that good, and he started at, like, what, 18, 19 for us? Yeah, he's playing pro in Mexico at 16. I'm not writing him off yet. I get where the worry's coming from, what you're saying. Right. But I just think, I hope it's, I really hope it's not one of those things where he needs a change of scenery that you hear about constantly right because how many times does a young closer with this ability come by right 
And 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 the coach Mike Pericone has been saying for love you, coach. Yeah, love you, coach. <laughs> Listen, Mike wanted to be here, but he he is doing great fatherly duty. He has um, tons of responsibilities. Yeah, that guy. Man. Yeah, we're working on like we're, we're we're trying to get a Skype thing going so we can at least get him in because mm-hmm. I really enjoy Mike's Mike's input. But yeah, same. Unfortunately, like he he's got his his major priorities, and we respect that. But just going back to Osuna really quickly. Um, I Mike's been saying it for two two years now. Osuna has the ability to be a starter. Yes, and they're opting him in the in the bullpen as a closer, which I'm okay, totally okay with. But Mike's been saying it for years that he's a starter of the future. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe in the off season he tries some things because uh, Mark Tapera has really stepped up as a closer. Maybe they don't see him in that closer role. Maybe they give him a shot in the starting rotation because because Biagini. He's so hot and cold. Well, you know, let's let's get into. It. Let's start talking about some pitching. Okay. Because I mean, we're already there. Um, Can I oh, yeah. Go ahead. I want to just tell you that interesting fact. I want to okay. tell you about. Yes. Aaron Sanchez. Yes. Has played, what was it, nine more games, than Stroman with his ACL tear, over a fucking blister. Oh, gotcha. Don't you love baseball? <laughs> yeah. A blister. Yeah. Okay. I understand as a pitcher. All right. Cool. Let's do that, it. That, that, Let's get into it. That's like an injury that if, if a goalie has a groin injury, the kind right, of the right. same thing. That's what your career is based on, your yep. hand for a pitcher. Yeah, yeah. Nine more games in a goddamn ACL tear. Okay. Right. Let's get into it. Let's get into the sad Sanchez saga. Who Fire the medical staff on the Jays. Okay. I okay. So Sanchez, I I was very curious to see what Sanchez's numbers were. Look, at, I have so many blisters from construction. <laughs> I lost three toes during baseball, softball every year, getting hit with a pitch or running or something. Like for fuck's sake. Okay, so my my understanding with Aaron Sanchez's blister issue, it's this year they changed the baseball up a bit, and yep, yeah, I I heard that from other teams as well. Right. right. So so like that's a thing. But I remember. But I mean. And then it was like his nail was falling off or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then like you have to wait for the nail to grow back and become strong enough. Like I don't know, your your girl's a esthetician. She probably know more about it than I would. But oh my my honestly, my right big toenail falls off every year in baseball. It sucks. Yeah, it's like I hate it. It's grow like right, right. it's a toenail falling off. Like it it grows back. It takes a long ass time. Right. Like literally falls off baseball season, and I get it back for like Christmas. <laughs> it's a Christmas present. It's a yourself. Christmas present. Yeah, that's gross <laughs> to say, whatever. But like that's the truth. It's just that shit happens, and yeah, it, it takes a while, and especially for uh, a pitcher with that much responsibility and people relying on him and you have to go out like multiple times and right. stuff cool but i mean come on man like I you seriously couldn't find a a, a solution this season anything for a blister and and new baseballs or whatever it is that is one of the fundamental pieces of equipment <laughs> that comes to baseball well this is the thing like they just got at the start of the season like did they not have like spring training and then like they they just debut the ball right before the, the game started. Like here, oh by the way, we got these new balls. Yeah, like it used to be Jays was always turf toe, turf toe, right. turf toe. That was the goddamn injury. Right. Like, now blisters and shit. Like come on. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put out some Sanchez numbers for this season. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you a question. Plus minus. Has he played more or less than ten games? More. He's played less. He's played eight games. In eight games, what do you think his record is? God damn! Just tell yeah. what one win, yeah. three losses. Okay, so that means four non decisions. ERA four twenty five. Total innings pitched 
in eight games, 36 innings. Okay? 24 strikeouts and a whip of one, 172. Yeah, sounds about on par. Yeah. So, obviously, like, a, a horrible year for Sanchez. But, J- Jesse, I got a conspiracy theory. I want to hear this. Yeah, I, how so deep down the rabbit hole do we go? Oh man, we we're going Rogan deep. We're going fucking uh, we're ice. Uh, what is it called? Ice iceberg chamber. We're going deep, deep, deep. We're going John DeNoir deep. Okay. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. In the off season, mm-hmm. Aaron Sanchez had the opportunity to sign with a new agent, which he did. Power agent, I can't remember the guy's name. Power agent to the stars. I think Max Scherzer or uh, Kershaw. Like he, the agent is like the super agent. He's a like Ari Gold of the baseball world. Mm-hmm. Super agent. He signs with them. Then his first line of work, the super agent, goes to the Blue Jays and said, "There's a contract. There's a um, a part in Aaron Sanchez's contract saying if he does really well in in this entry level contract, the Jays." can give him more money if they want. Right, and so obviously he deserves that. Right, and the Jays said, nah, this is how much we're going to pay you because this is what you signed off on. And then I have this crazy suspicion that Mr. Super Agent said to Aaron Sanchez, listen, these Blue Jay motherfuckers, they ain't love you like I love you. They don't see you the way I see you. You're a superstar that should be making millions, baby. He's giving him like a shoulder rub at this. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's giving him. A, he's giving him like he, he's going right, to, right to the balls. Right. Like he's yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> and Aaron Sanchez is going like, yeah, man. I was like, I fuck. I I should have won the Cy Young last year, and these guys are are happy by giving me four hundred thousand dollars to pitch, in in the early part of my prime. Yeah, I should be getting more money. So I think they concocted this plan where there was going to be it was going to be an injury riddled season to start because Sanchez didn't they didn't give him the bonus or didn't give him the increase or whatever and I don't think the super agent was happy I don't think Sanchez was happy I thought they were disappointed that they didn't get that extra dough I think okay maybe the blister was a real thing but you know the the the, the medical staff is watching him all the time. I have a feeling that super agent went over, flew over in a private gold jet and said, like, listen, I got this little thing. You're just going to put on your blister and it's going to make your blister worse. I'm going to inflate it with more air. I'm going to inflate it with more fluid so it doesn't heal as quickly. I don't know, something. I'm thinking something. Just went at night over and scratched it away. Yeah, or something. I don't know, rubbed it against his asshole or something. Like, gave him pink eye. I don't know. Like, something. (laughs) I think he did something. to. And it's so dumb, right? But I don't put it past it because this, this is a year that Aaron Sanchez can get as healthy as he needs to, put on a little bit more weight, put on a little bit more muscle, become that much smarter of a pitcher, and it doesn't cost him anything. He makes half a million bucks to sit on the bench. He pitched a total of four games, 36 in- innings. I'm pretty sure every every pitcher on the Blue Jays roster has pitched more innings than Aaron Sanchez. For sure. And he just waits it out, and then the Jays have to give him more money next year. Let's make some money, boys. 
I mean, I can see that being the truth. I hope to fuck it's not. And I hope it's the, the case, fucking get truth. Get the fuck off my team. Okay, I think it's a bad influence situation. Adam, baby, we're going to make you some money, baby. All of a sudden, he turns to Dusty Rhodes. Welcome to everything in life. Money's I'm, king. I'm going to make you a gold house, baby, with all the money we're going to make. Aaron Sanchez, baby, the Sanchez. Oh, Don King. He turns to Don King. Yeah. And Don King goes, Aaron Sanchez, baby, let's make some fucking money, baby. <laughs> He's the guy from uh, <laughs> Simpsons. Lucius. Hello, Mo. <laughs> that, that is my conspiracy theory. I think Aaron Sanchez purposely... Has an injury. And I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I am because I think he's bitter about the not getting the increase. And I can't remember how much it was Mike would have known for sure, but I think it was somewhere in the ballpark of $250,000. It wasn't even, like in baseball money, it wasn't a lot. Yeah. But he had that option. That's my conspiracy theory. I don't know. I think there, there's got to be some validity to it. I can't imagine it just being a blister and a, a fingernail. All fucking season. And there's rumors that he might be able to pitch one or two games by the end of the season. I don't think he is. I think he pitches one game, if that. Well, the great thing is that Rodgers and everybody, they get to save money. So that comes down. That, that is the great thing. I don't think I don't think it, it, they're in a... I want, about I, saving money. Can I just be an irrational fan just for a second? Yes, and just, and just bitch about, oh, we have the, like the... Biggest companies on our team. Oh, can, just, can, wait, hold <laughs> on. Can we wait till the end of the podcast for this? Oh, I just because it, it is it is a question I put out there. Okay, let's continue with pitching. Okay. 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 So Strowman's having a breakout season. Nay or yay or nay? Yay. Yeah. He's he's. I think he's. I think he's pitching today. He's it, a bright spot. Br- on, a, on, on a cloudy dark yes. day. Yeah. I mean, he's had some bad outings. He had a chance for beating beating his um, career high in wins. He didn't yeah. get it. Um, gave up that grand slam in the loss to Detroit earlier in the C- C- series, and unfortunately, <coughs> Sanchez or unfortunately Strowman, he's considered the ace. He's got the best of everything on the team, and he's considered the ace of the team. Eleven, I think he's eleven and seven, with like uh, ten non decisions or eight non decisions. That's tough for an ace. That's not an ace on a winning team. Mm-hmm. But he has been the lone bright, the bright speckle of, of sunshine on the team. Just keep improving. If he just keeps playing the way he is, and yeah, he makes mistakes here and there, and Strowman's been known to do that. Right. But if he's staying on pace and he keeps playing well, next year is the final year to figure out if we're going to be a playoff team or not. You're giving them until next year? Come on. Well, if we don't make the playoffs next year, you know with all our prospects, they're going to blow it up. They fucking will. Yeah, it's a possibility. They, Strowman. Oh, they will. Okay, we're going to get into it. Don't worry. Fucking Strowman. Shapiro, Cleveland, he's fucking rock hard thinking about a goddamn rebuild of his own. I'm <laughs> telling you the fucking truth. I'm going to tell you some things about Shapiro that you might find interesting. Okay, so Strowman, he leads a team in ERA. What I was just going to say, though, if, yeah. if, if Strowman just plays the way he is and we can get some form of decent pitching from everyone else next year and Strowman stays out, then I'm fucking thrilled. Right. Yeah, that's we're all all, That's what I'm – yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It is. I know he's not the ace right now, like you're saying, numbers, even though he is the ace. Right. But if he has these numbers and, and plays as well or even better next year and we have other people stepping up, yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. If, we, if, if Sanchez comes back to form of last year – Strowman pitches the way he did this year. Hap returns to at least twenty percent more than he is now, and ten percent less of what he was last year. Yeah, and and I think they're going to reassign Estrada. We'll get to that too. But 
um, with those four guys and then possibly be a genie or Anderson or somebody and stepping in that five role, five hole, I think that's really good. I think that's a good pitching staff. Let me keep going with, with Stroman for a second because I want to give him his due because, again, he is the one bright spot. Mm-hmm. He leads a team in ERA with 3.18 ERA, wins with 11, um, and then... Uh, and then he also leads the team in whip, which is always an innings pitched with uh, just under 180. Yeah. So, I mean, Stroman, great. For the money we pay this guy, I'm really happy with, too. It's like, and I think he, you know, he, he does those things for the team that every team needs. Like, he, like people call I him a cheerleader. Yeah, like, I get it. I don't care. Think about, you, you love this city. And, right. and the whole, he went to school and the injury and he right. came back and he was so thrilled. Like he put, the one thing about Strowman is he's a guy who puts his heart on his sleeve. And if you're a fan of him, you fucking, you love him almost mm-hmm. because yep. you, you get that passion as a fan. You, you have the same feeling. Right. All those trade rumors he went through at the beginning of the year. Right. In the off season, Charlie all, Blackburn. All that bullshit. Yep. yep. And, you know, he made a couple comments here or there that, yeah, it, it seemed like he wasn't happy, which is understandable. Right, right. But through that all, he comes back and he's still a Jays fan playing for the Jays yeah. right now. You know what? He, like, you're welcome on my team anytime, yeah. Strong. And we keep saying, man, he's the bright spot on the team. Like, and, and, you know, like, uh, for example, uh, Kendris Morales um, kind of stole home last night mm-hmm. in the game. The first guy out there to, to, to greet him was Strowman. That's what I'm saying. You know, like, and, and you know, he's making, like, the, 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 the joke, like the running joke. and But he's just big hug, high five, Those guys smiles. that call him a cheerleader, yeah. I can fucking tell you for sure that they've never played a competitive team game where emotions are high. Yeah. Or you were just that fucking idiot who never cared. Yeah. You're just like, oh, well, whatever, man. You can bring just- it up with Mike next time you see him. Okay, anyways, <laughs> let's keep moving on. Happ being Happ from 2013. Mm-hmm. All right, Jay Happ, not a great season. Injury, uh, a couple early starts. Unfortunately, Jay Happ isn't where he was last year, where he's in the Cy Young contention, 20-game winner. Un- it hurts. It pains me to see him have this offseason. Does Jay Happ return to form? Maybe we just need to trade him again and bring him back. Yeah. <laughs> send, send him to Pittsburgh for retooling and come back? I... I don't see Hap going back to that where he was just was last year. incredible, but I see him being better. I think if you have if you have Sanchez back next year to form Stroman to form, I think it forces Hap to be better because that puts Hap next year puts Hap in a third year of a four year contract. I think Hap thinks to himself, "Listen, I might have one more contract in me after this." I need to prove myself. I need to make sure that my numbers are strong for next season. Do they keep pitching staff or what? I want to know what training, what's going to be happening with our pitching this offseason. I'd like to know if they're going to change it up or if they're just, this was a fluke and we're going to stay with the system. I want to know what is going to happen to pitching You know, coach-wise. I, I heard this interesting stat about the Blue Jays. There's something, there's training in sports and then there's something called advanced training. And that's your, like, um, crowd bar- barrack of... Like where you freeze a muscle, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's and there's like advanced training for all that stuff, advanced measures, all that stuff. The Blue Jays lead the league in advanced training, which is amazing. But we also have the oldest team in the league, yeah. so I can see why that'd be important. That just, be- with the, that oldest team in the league thing is also funny too, because it's like oh, yeah. a couple of guys who are old and right. they kind of bring the average up. We're not right. as old as we seem on paper. I agree. But yes, we're still old. As yeah, fuck. yeah. But and the next year that'll change too. Okay, so uh, just to wrap up some pitching, Estrada missing half the season. Even though he played, he kind of was missing in action. It wasn't the Estrada we've come to know and love. 
He disappeared the first half of the season, but I think his last five or six starts have all been quality, high quality, up to seven innings, well-pitched, low ball games. Unfortunately, he hasn't gotten the win in all those, but that's more the Blue Jays being the Blue Jays, like you said earlier. Estrada, how do you put him on this? Like, where do you grade him this year? Like, for me, maybe a C plus. I agree with the C plus, but I want to put an asterisk beside it because I'm like the most disappointed with Estrada's mm. season. I think out of everybody. you're not mad, you're just disappointed. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting that motherly vibe yeah, yeah, of like yeah. I'm just disappointed. Where you feel like you know you fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, I my, God, my it. mom did that so much, man. <laughs> Jesus it's Christ, so you're bringing flashbacks, man. <laughs> uh, I just. Like, even when we were talking at the beginning of the year, even last year, like, if you saw most of, I think most of my picks for our pitching rotation, I always had a straw to near the top. Like I think I, so. I can, and yeah, I remember, I and I remember, you know, at the beginning of the season before this started, they had that great documentary on him growing up with his mom and everything. I was just, I was just so fired up, I think, and excited. Yeah. And just, yes, he's not the most terrible on the team, obviously, this year, pitching-wise, but just, I don't know. Really, I, I felt disappointed. I think so too. I, I I feel like you're right in that sense. Which which also goes to the fact that I also still believe in him. If I'm disappointed like that, right? I would love to have Estrada back and, and back to form. So okay, so hence why the strong emotions. So Estrada is the strong emotions robotically. <laughs> Estrada is in uh, the last year of his contract with the Blue yes. Jays. Do you bring him back? Yes. Same like two year deal. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think I think uh, price wise he'll be he'll be reasonable. Two year deal would be great. Yeah, because he's got one year. Either he comes back and he's great next year, and we're a playoff team. Right. And then you get an extra year out of that, which is golden. Or you trade him at a high time. Yeah. Or he's shit next year, and you only have one year on the books, and at worst it's not too low money. Right. So he is tradable. Right. You could dump him if he's worth. So two year for sure. I wouldn't okay. do one year. I would do two year. So at uh, the trade deadline this year, the Jays decided to, to trade Lefty Larry. That was so weird. It was like there was like a little span of a couple hours where everybody was going to be fucking gone. Right. Yeah. Okay. But the I all I heard was Estrada or Larry and were going to be moved. Yeah, I heard when I I think I remember because I was talking to my mom. I think we were texting at work, and then Estrada was the one I had heard for sure. You're right. Stroman, I believe, was oh, on yeah. the block, and I don't want to say Donaldson because right. I mean he's Josh Donaldson. Right. Like people would take him, right? But yeah, there was like three players that were going to be moved for sure, right? Right. I don't know. Okay, I mean, I think the they made the right play. I like Estrada over Lariano as a Blue Jay, and I think they got. I mean, the trade that sent um, Lariano out and brought in. Uh, uh, Neri Anoki mm-hmm. and uh, Tunescar Henderson. You're saying it, yeah. Is it Henderson? Not Henderson. Hernandez. 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 Um, I mean, it's looking to pay, have paid off already. Because for both teams, for both teams, and and I think you know we can be happy about that trade. Like we didn't lose anything with Lariano. Like we're you know we're we're glad to have had him, but he was he was. Pretty inconsistent towards most of the season. When his slider was good, you're like, shit, he could be Noah Syndergaard. Mm-hmm. And then when his slider got bad, you're like, fucking get rid of this guy right now. I gotta say, as the like, I did like Liriano. 
but as the one like kind of main trade for the Jays on that day, impartial. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's see how it works out. Speaking of Cleveland, I love Edit. I love Edwin. <laughs> We're gonna see, get into that. We're gonna get into that. Okay. Did you just see what he wrote about Pilar on like Instagram or whatever. No. Today? Just they have the fucking amazing Superman couch. Right, right, it's right. all over the highlights, and then. They're like the bait. It's the official MLB one. And it's like, oh, Kevin Pilar makes magic happen out of nothing. And then, right below is Edwin. First comment: This man deserves a Golden Glove. He's oh, something special. And it's just nice. like, fuck, man, you still yeah. love Toronto. Classic. It's not a Kevin Durant situation where he went to go chase. Like I hate Cleveland. I do not want them to win. Right. I do want Ed Edwin to win, which is very confusing to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. You don't know how to. I'm feel. not going to cheer for Cleveland in the playoffs, but I will cheer for Edwin to have a personal great playoff. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay, we're going to get to Edwin. I know, I know. I just, I just friggin' you are just missed too the excited, guy, man. Yeah. All right, so the last thing. Um, what is he? 37 fucking home runs. Right? Anyways, we're anyways, into yeah, it. I know. Okay, how do you feel about Brett Anderson? New addition to the team. They picked him up off waivers from Chicago. He had a horrible season with Chicago. He was like a one for one with an ERA of like eight, eight, eighteen or something like that. It was crazy. Um, I, I, I told he, you this last year. Jays love reclamation projects. Yep. I told you that. That was coach and I talked about that all the time. This was now. They've been successful for the most part. Reclamation nice prod. So they've had some nice ones. So I, in that case, like I kind of have faith. Okay, uh, Brett Anderson, really quickly, just to put it out there, he split his time between two teams. Uh, his ERA has been <laughs> split into like a quarter since joining the Blue Jays. He's he's with, on a mission. He's got he's gonna make money in the offseason. He's yes. a left hander who can throw. Uh, he can he, he can go. It's interesting to see what I'm very curious to see what happens. Uh, you know. If it be, if it comes between him or possibly like um, if if Anderson or Biagini gets at number five spot like Biagini like I'm so fifty fifty on, but I really like I feel like Anderson's like this big body pitcher who like intimidates. So, Biagini for what he's done this year, thank you Biagini like stepped up. Biagini in the bottle. Yeah, I think I would take Anderson. Fifth, like you said, big man left hand. Yeah. And if his numbers keep up and then you just see kind of the Jays even sign him to one year and he just has some great off season and I I don't just think keeps getting in better shape and better conditioning, why not? I don't think like see, I don't think you can sign him to one year. I think he comes out of this season. Big lefty, I think people are going to throw money at him. He might, he might. I agree. Like you never know. Though, a lot year. of times, these players though, they do resign with the Jays. It's that you gave me a second chance. Right. right well, right. you would hope that there's, you know what? Though I say that you hope there's loyalty, but teams have no goddamn loyalty to players. Right. You see it's them, a business. even like Celtics trading Isaiah Thomas. I know that's another sport, but just <laughs> as a fan, it's like I get so upset when someone like leaves or take, like when Curtis Joseph got traded from the Leafs or whoever. <laughs> but it's just like. Teams don't have any goddamn loyalty no, players. It, that's you have to put in, especially so in much like time. baseball. Dude, well, okay, we're gonna get okay. Let's get into that then. You, no loyalty. Okay, so let's talk. I was gonna wait till a little bit later, but let's talk about loyalty. What do you do with Batista? Because on what you just said, they should resign him on loyalty alone. The guy brought people into the stadium when no one gave a shit about the Blue Jays, and he's been a company man. His whole tenure. I completely agree. And I'll tell you this. <laughs> I told my mom I was coming to friggin' Mama yeah. Ba. And she made sure that I have to say something about Batista. Say something nice about Batista. Yes. Because she loves him. 
I completely agree. He better have a goddamn standing ovation a night to celebrate who he, whether or not he gets re-signed. Right. I don't know. If it if it's for a lot cheaper. Right. Bring you can bring him back just as DH, whatever. I, that's fine with but what, me. What do you, but can you really bring him back as a DH? I get that. Honestly, I don't even think he's gonna come back. The honest truth, I don't think Batista will be on the Jays next year, whether that's on his part or the Jays part or our part. I think you're right. But then who takes But it? people need to realize what he, like you said, he's done for this organization. Right. And yeah, the the contract thing last summer was kind of bullshit yeah, and was. whatever. And and I even said at the time I blame the agents for Edwin and Batista more well, than them. But Batista is a, Batista a big came ego. Out, Batista came out in first day of spring training being and, I know. And he's like, you know, he's like, no hometown discount, blah, blah, blah. I want you Oh, know, that pissed me off. Yeah. He won a hundred and twenty five million dollar contract. So could you imagine that the Jays gave him that, give him twenty five million dollars to play this season yeah. and he's batting fucking two hundred? What dude, I we we talked about it. I wanted Edwin back over Batista. Yeah, I think we talked about it too. I think I actually I, I took I took Batista in that too. And I was one of those guys that just said throw the money at Edwin. Right. I don't I don't care. They threw the money at him and he said no. Because I, I think a huge part of this reason I also didn't say this before. Batista Edwin, those so like those the Lord, Dominican, yeah, the Dominican yeah. flavor. Yeah, those guys were the captains of the team, the leaders. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I think it was Edwin was just such a jolly, bright guy yeah. who loved Positive, his team yeah. and Batista and and it, you know it was that group of like the Dominican guys. There was like six, seven of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they probably led the locker room. They're they're probably pretty loud guys in the locker yeah, room. Yeah. And I think you took that away, and you took away part of a little little soul and heart of the team. And I think that also affected them more than they thought. Edwin was a key piece. I think if you if you go back to the Jays era, it was Brett Lowry. It was uh, Edwin because Edwin started to come into his own, and Batista. And those guys were the pillars of the team. And when the team kind of changed over, like the Donaldson trade, uh, Donaldson came over, and a lot of people weren't too sure what was going on with him. But then, you know, you saw this, like, emergence of this, like, this, like superior all-star of the team. And he became, like, the poster boy. And he became the face of the franchise. And Bautista took a back seat to that, and Bautista was good with it. He's like, yeah, the team's good in his hands. But then he started to decline, and then Edwin disappeared, and then he just declined even more. And then you're stuck with this aged Batista who is having a hard time getting out of this slump who yeah I know he hit a home run the other day he hit his 15th home run or something like that it's there he's not having a great season I get that he started the season really bad I get that but man you've been in this league a long time you know that fucking you need to walk the walk if you're gonna talk the talk absolutely and it, it, you know what it might be even started before that when last year in the playoffs with Cleveland and they're going to have this rookie that no one's ever seen before pitch. And Jose's answer to it was like, we're going to have him shaking in his boots. Yeah, he fucking struck out the whole team twice. You know, it, yeah, fuck Jose. Come on, man. You're better than that. Yeah. Joey Batch, you're better than that. Let me put this out there, okay? I got something for you. What do these people have in common? I'm going to name some names. Carrera, Stroman, Anoki, Smoke, Travis, Pilar, Donaldson, Pierce, Tulo, Morales, Ryan Gones, Darwin Barney. What do they all have in common? Uh, I don't know. Batista was here before them. <laughs> Probably, but that's not what, what it is. They all have a higher batting average than Jose Batista. Jose Batista, one of the best hitters in the last decade in the Blue Jays uniform, is batting a disappointing 208. 
I'm heartbroken by it. I don't want to bring this up, but you can't not. Darwin Barney. Darwin Barney wasn't even supposed to be on the team this year. Yeah. Darwin Barney worked his ass off to get onto the team. He's he's a platoon player who, by chance of injury of two of the most important positions in baseball, shortstop and second base, he's been thr- thrusted into playing the most he's played since uh, 2013. And, and Darwin Barney's hitting better than what's supposed to be a premier hitter in the league. That's heartbreaking. Heartbreaking, man. So when I so when I drive home from work, I listen to Overdrive right on. with O Dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, show. it's God a great damn, one. Yeah, I love Overdrive. Ten fifty. Yeah. So they made a great point. How many times in any sport does bringing back an aging superstar at the end of his career ever really work out? Uh, I can think of one. Exactly. Yeah. Think of all, even everything hockey, Gretzky. Yeah. No, I, the only one I can think of is Ray Bork. Exactly. Yeah. And he did Colorado, and then he left. He got his right. cup. But any team, it never works out. Right. And that's the heart and, and our love for the player, and that is the loyalty. It, it never works out. And, and again, I doesn't, it doesn't matter that it doesn't work out. For those superstars that I love on any team, I, I don't want them to go. Right. So you know it's going to happen. You right. know the, the crash is coming. Right. But I'm still getting in the car. Yeah, fair enough. So it, it, it like never works out. I honestly believe that Batista's not on the team next year. He could retire. He could go play overseas, maybe have a nice career in Japan. I'm thinking more likely he's landing somewhere on a very cheap contract and he's going to be a DH somewhere and yeah. some lower team, even Detroit or whatever. Yeah. Like someone who just needs a name. Exactly. Just yeah. a name, fill the seats, and you're going to get a couple bombs to get the fans excited right. on a shitty season. Yeah. Um, but but he's due his, like there are players over the years, Halliday, Delgado. Delgado, yeah. I love Delgado more than Batista. But Batista, and, and to a point Edwin, deserve to have their names oh, yeah. up there with those teams because, like you said, they were the face of yeah. this franchise for a long time. And he, own, he owns some really important franchise records. That beard with the glasses, how many years was that the face of our oh, franchise, yeah. Batista? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he has the team record for most home runs in a season. Exactly. Yeah. He deserves I respect think, however think, he uh, finished this season. I think he also has a record for um, career as a Blue Jay batting average, I think. Yeah. I, I, he, he has a couple important records. Um, he, now, he, this season isn't a total write-off for Batista. There are some highlights and maybe some lowlights. but Well, because he, he is Batista. Yeah. You're going to get those moments. He still leads a team in runs. Yeah. Okay, so that's something. He still leads a team in walks, which considering uh, Morales, Smoke, um, you know, some other threats on the team, Donaldson, he still leads a team in walks. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, he still leads a team in strikeouts. Yeah, no, I can wait. Oh man, I thought I had to sneeze. Yeah, I know, I saw it's it. Gonna, it's going to happen. Yeah. Because okay. now that. So, so, you know, like, even though Batista's having a year, uh, a, a, a notable year for the wrong reasons. Yes. He still leads the league in runs, which is important. He did lead, he did, he did play half the season in leadoff or one, two, or three. So, yeah, he has more opportunity for that. But, you know, walks is, walks is a kind of a special one, too. Whenever you can lead in walks, means you're a good hitter. He's just having a fucking bad season, guys. He's just having a bad season. If he comes back next year in a sweetheart, I don't mind him in right field. His right field play, his defensive play, yeah, he's had some shitty shitty notables this year, but I still feel like his play this year, his fielding isn't as bad as what people may give him credit for. 
just retire and become a scout for the Jays. Yeah. Get one of those jobs, man. Dominican just, scout? Exactly. Dominican scout. You, okay. you work for the organization. You know what, Jose, Joey Bats, we, we got love for you, man. It's a bad season. Thank you for listening. It's a bad season, but, you know, we, we still got your back. Let's talk about some highlights. Okay. The Smoke Show. Justin Smoke, career year. I hadn't written off the beginning of the season. I said trade yeah. him for a bag of balls. That's right. I am eating my words. Big old pie, crow pie. I'll eat it. I don't care, man. I love eating my words when it yeah. comes to this shit. Justin Smoke, congratulations on having a career year. I want to go over some Smoke stats, if you don't Is mind, he, Jesse. What's his contract? One year left? One year after this year. Yes. Yeah. So uh, just in comparison from last year to this year, okay. all of last year he had 126 at-bats. Currently, he's at 139, um, which probably he'll probably have like another 40 or 50 at bats to end the season. Yeah. Uh, so he'll probably end the season around 180 bats, which is the average. He, I'm sorry, the games played. I'm sorry, that's games played. Last year he played 126 games. Uh, this year's at 139. He'll probably end okay. the season with 150 games played. Uh, at bats last year, just under 300 at 299. This year, just under 500, so we're talking about 200 extra at-bats, okay? So keep that in mind when we're talking about some of these stats. Almost every single stat he's doubled. Last year, he, he had uh, 33 runs. This year, he's just under 80. Last year, he had 65 hits. 65 motherfucking hits in 126 games. This year, 139 motherfucking hits. Incredible for him. Home runs is another big one. Last year, he had 14. He did slump half of last season but this year he's got 37 fantastic <laughs> rbi is another impressive one last year 34 this year is 85 last year he had 40 walks and this is comparing where he's really improved like the patience as a, as a hitter 62 walks some of those i think he had i can't remember i didn't write it down but he had something like uh, eight intentional walks which is great yeah. for a switch hitter that's great um kind of key here too Last year, 120, 112 strikeouts. Okay. This year, 113 strikeouts. That's really good. Considering, That's amazing yeah. that you're doubling your... Well, like considering that last year, all of last year, he struck out 112 times. But this year, he's at 113, which, but he's had 200 more at-bats. Yeah. That's pretty key. Yeah. Um, batting average last year, 217. This year, 281. He was flirting with 300 almost the whole season. I'm really happy about that stat. But 281 batting. And then, of course, just uh, two more on base percentage. Last year was 314. This year it is 336. Great, great improvement. And then slugging percentage last year was 391. This year, 556. What can you say when a guy increases his production like that? Almost o- double. Almost double every major stat. Almost double. You know what? He did the work. People, I will listen to Mike Wilner, who is the, the Jays uh, recap guy. Yeah. I listened to almost every one of his podcasts about it, and he kept saying, well, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. If he can keep this up all season, then good for him. But he he wasn't counting him out just yet, but he wasn't giving him the fucking props. And this is what I think is really special. Justin Smokes maintained an incredible season. A well-deserved all-star. They were they were going to snub him because he wasn't a name. The Smoke Show was incredible this year. All I can say is thank you for making me eat my words, and I hope you can do it again next year. Amen. I mean, when you get to really, really great player, above-average superstar, like not saying Smoke's a superstar, all-star, right. but right. had an amazing season. But when you get to the level of play that he's been playing at, there's pretty much two types of players. There's the natural talent. Mm-hmm. And 
that you're just that's who you are. You're the special Aaron Judge, Austin right, Matthews, right. whoever you are. You right. just got it. Or you're like the rest of us, and you're a hard worker, right. and you work for what you got, and you work your ass off, because any career, any sport you play, if you work hard enough, you can reach usually the same height or platform that the people with natural talent who are just, it comes easy to them. You right. can match that with enough hard work and like dedication, usually. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying. Okay. So that earned smoke like <laughs> I'm a nobody I get it but he definitely has my respect the way he played this he, season he did the work and I, and it obviously paid off for him I'm very very happy at a good season um, and you know I just hope I, I hope he can maintain I hope that he can earn himself an incredible contract I, and I, I for sure I, I gave away his job at the beginning of the season yeah. I, I said it you know Steve Pierce can play first base now Steve Pierce played a couple of games at first base because Smoke was injured recently but Smoke played last night um, you know, I, I hope I hope he can hit the forty home run mark. I hope he can have like a, a great season. I hope he. I he's hope tied with he's tied with Eddie in home runs yeah. right now. So. Well, let's get into that. Let's get into Morales first Edwin. Basically, the end of the season, or we're close to the end of the season. I got four s- home run game. Woo! Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Wasn't that great? All right, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there early. The numbers aren't too different. But I think the last stat's the most important one. Okay. At bats, we have Morales at just under 500 with 498. We have Edwin with 489. Different of nine nine at bats, okay. which is what two games, two games worth of at bats. Uh, Morales's average batting average is 245. Okay. Edwin's is 256. Two, yeah. Okay. Not not crazy. Here's where the differences start to happen. Okay. Home runs, Morales 27. Edwin, 34. RBIs, Morales, 77. Edwin, 88. So 11, 11 runs, runs, yeah, difference. Is that enough to justify the end? Stolen bases, I, I thought this was funny. Edwin has two stolen bases. None. Morales has none. <laughs> they, they tried to award him a, a stolen base. Yes. I said it didn't work out. Um, here's another pretty big one. On base per, uh, OPS, uh, Morales is 757. Edwin's is 882. Huh. That's where you start to see a pretty big um. difference. Now, the biggest one, Mor- this, the salary. Edwin at 20 million bucks, Morales at 11. That's a $9 million difference. And I think that can justify it. I, th- I don't think a $9 million buys you two extra stolen bases, 11 more RBIs, and uh, what's that? Three, six, uh, seven more home runs. That's not enough for me, man. I think the Edwin walking, like we talked about how much the, the passion behind the scenes, you miss Edwin, but $9 million doesn't buy me. Like, you know how many more home runs? Like, Steve Pierce, I think, has 15 home runs. And Steve Pierce isn't making $9 million. He's making less than that. I get you're absolutely right when you look at it that way. But you also, you got to remember the intangibles, the, the stats you don't see. I told you the locker room chemistry, stuff like that. So you're right. You're saving $9 million. And for the production Morales has for 11 for that difference, totally justifiable. Right. And I get it. I get if Edwin was not a fan favorite or was not Eddie the way he is. Right. Fucking A. That is great. Because we're pretty much almost like you said, getting the same production, just a bit worse, but saving a bunch. Now, but if Edwin was on the team, 
how much does the production of other players on the team go up? But it maybe, maybe. That's what I'm saying. Intangibles. These are these are maybes. These are right. what ifs. But as as well as if you sign, if you end up signing Edwin for twenty million dollars, you don't have Jose back, which I we understand it might not be a good thing. But you don't have Jose back because that money's gone. Yep. Uh, you probably don't have Steve Pierce. Yep. Uh, you, you obviously don't have Morales. Um, and then what happens with Justin Smoke? Justin Smoke. What if Justin Smoke has his breakout season, and Edwin? Edwin, you know, you, you don't really have him for the interleague play, so that means you sit uh, a red hot Justin Smoke to put it Edwin at first base. Who, granted, they're having very similar seasons. Like I was just trying to compare really quickly. Like um, Edwin has three less home runs and one more, uh, three more RBIs. So other than that, kind of everything else is kind of. Yeah, except the one guy is going to the fucking playoffs for a chance on a 17-game win streak, and we're where we fucking are. Well, but yeah, but that, but that's also the difference in the team. As I well understand. Too. The Cleveland Indians are the better team. They showed that in the playoffs last year. Yeah, Shapiro uh, did a great job with them. You know, yeah, they became within yeah, one yeah. game of winning, winning the World Series. Like I get it. Cleveland's a good team. Edwin, Edwin left a good team to go to a great team. And and Kenrys Morales joined a team that was willing to pay him a million bucks and maybe not be great, but that that's the trade off we 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 took. To I, be honest, to lose Pierce, Morales, and Batista, and and maybe Justin Smoke. Yeah, but that, okay, so maybe maybe right right. Mm, I, yes, the smoke the smoke season definitely clouds it. It's right. it's not as such a definitive answer for me. But I would have been okay with it. I think. I mean, Pierce is replaceable. Okay. Morales. Pierce also had two walk-off grand slams to win games. Yeah. Which, yeah, granted, yeah, it's not a playoff berth. But yeah, I know. But we're just talking what is for now. I mean, Edwin could have had those two walk-offs. You don't like. You know what I mean? He did last year. We are. We are where we are. But I personally, for me, I I wanted Edwin. And yeah, you know what? That there could be guys listening here, and, and they could be absolutely right that it's clouding my goddamn judgment. I I, th- I, have, I feel like you're a little nostalgic about it. Listen, the Jays offered Edwin twenty million bucks a season for four years. In four years, a twenty million dollar Edwin worth it. He could have a big poppy kind of career. Where if we win it, it is. If we w- yeah, but what if the Jays were as bad as they are now? And you still have to pay Edwin twenty million bucks. What if Mike Judge gets in a fucking argument, or Aaron Judge with Mike Judge, creator King of Hill? But what if he gets in an argument with the Yankees? Fucking walks goes to their competitor, the Blue Jays. I mean, yeah. all these fucking what ifs. But man, like, realistically, the Red Sox. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, yeah, everybody yeah. goes to the Red Sox, right? But no, I. The smoke season clouds it a lot. Yeah, and but that, that that's also one of the interesting storylines of the season. I'm I'm glad that. Justin Smokes had this incredible season to give Blue Jay fans like ourselves something to be happy about. But yeah, I think I think you're right. I think if Edwin was in town and had the, is is having the year that he's having now, it's kind of what we know with Edwin. There's nothing incredible happening with this season because this is what we've come to love and know and love with Edwin. But it's not like Justin Smoke who's having the career year. Like Edwin's not having a career year. Justin Smoke is. Kendrick Morales feel, just also feel, isn't having a career. Yeah, but I just feel the team overall would have done better. Maybe morale might have been different. Maybe. Okay. Let's keep let's keep moving along. Uh, I think this year is a defining year for Kevin Pillar. Big catch, Kev, aka Superman, aka the man who can fly. Mm-hmm. 
I think this year, Major League Baseball is realizing that Kevin Plyer isn't a flash in the pan. I want to take you back to three seasons. Michael Saunders just got signed by the Blue Jays to become their permanent out uh, center fielder. Mm-hmm. In a preseason game, runs over a sprinkler and rolls and tears his ankle or his knee or something, and he's out for more or less this season. They call up Kevin Plar from the Buffalo Bisons, and Kevin Plar steals our heart, <laughs> our hearts, and Michael Saunders. Where, where I was going for Michael Saunders' job? Yeah, <coughs> excuse me. From that point, he is a fill-in. By the end of this season, um, Michael Saunders doesn't have the job. He plays left field for a little bit and, and also has a career year the following year, or an uh, all-star season the, the following year, going mm-hmm. into last year. Kev Pilar is still there, but I don't think Major League Baseball thinks of him as a full-time Major Leaguer. I think they still think if he slumps hard enough, he goes. And even last year, I was saying Kevin Pilar was trade bait but I think this year is the defining. The, the defining. He is a year. golden glove outfielder. He is a defensively a golden glove outfielder. But what we saw this year with Kevin Pillar was he got his mouth got him in trouble. Yes. He, he had a slip up, and after that he had okay couple games, and then slumped really hard for two months, and God is God. now coming through. That's a that's a bump in a row. That's being Fine. that's being human. But I'm what I'm what I'm trying to put out there is that this year Kevin Pillar defined himself as a full time legitimate center fielder, a potential yeah, he took gold glove step. Yeah, he you know, and I think what happened is he really proved his work ethic. Like what you were talking about earlier, those guys with the natural talent, his work ethic came through. Kevin, I listened to a lot of Kevin Pillar interviews. When I say a lot, I mean three, and he always said his most important thing is his first step after the bat makes contact with the ball and that was that's the, the, what he worked on in the offseason to try to track down a ball that's why this guy can run uh watch a stack can saying that he ran uh 15 miles per hour no 15 kilometers per hour to catch a ball dove in the air for four feet uh four feet long and then slid for an additional three feet into a wall um the work ethic behind kevin plar has solidified him as a legit center fielder this year who do you think wins gg he won't get it. Uh, Buxton gets it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that that's a running consensus. He's had an incredible year. I know. Um, defen- defensively, the Gold Glove should go to the defensive player, but they also cloud those judgments as like, um, you know, like best outfielder slash all around player, but it should be defensive prowess. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, Kevin Pilar, as good as he is defensively, is also a defensive. Woe out there. He's not like a Jose Batista defensive woe, but he can crash and burn. And those big catches, you can crash and burn. And I think this year, he's on the hook for six earned runs on defensive airs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's what you get with that type of player. Though. Yeah, you're you right. Have to, you're right. You have a player like that, again, in any sport, you got that. High risk, high, high, high risk, yeah. high reward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I think this year, he does it. I, I, I mean, you can, you can disagree if you want, but I think this year... Kev Pilar, we've known in Toronto for a little bit now, but I think this year he's actually solidified himself as a legit uh, major league worthy outfielder. And I think his slump has has proved that he he went four for four yesterday, hit a home run, made a catch, which now I watch that catch about six times. Mm-hmm. I don't think he had to jump for that catch. 
I think the only reason he jumped because he had, he had to rotate his body. I don't think running he could have rotated his body like that. I think the reason he jumped was not to make a spectacular catch, but was to be able to rotate his body quick enough to catch a ball because his line was off. Anthony, there's a couple of times that you can say that about some plays. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of my childhood goalie for my teams. With, the, would guy, embellish. the guy who couldn't even shoot would like raise the puck, and this guy would be like, his glove was so dirty. He'd be like, oh, my God. He'd be showing the guy the puck in his glove, being like, are you serious? You're shit, bro. And we'd be all like, well, you're not. You're okay. Like, are you saying he embellished a little bit to make his catch look better? Yeah. 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 So I totally get that. I also do that with pretty yeah. much everything I do. You know what? Honestly, I am the most conservative celebration. I'm that guy who, like, people would be like, you scored. Why are you not even lifting your stick or a home run? I wouldn't do any. So I just come around, high five everybody. Yeah. Just keep it to myself. When I score a goal from the blue line in hockey, yeah. uh, not only do you get uh, a raised knee and a fist pump, but you also get a kiss of the blade. Um, you know, a, a little swinging sword back into the lasso, <laughs> uh, a point to whoever's shit-talking on my bench, and a wink and a little tap on the goalie's pad on my way back to the bench. Uh, if I do play my brother, I will do the oh, one yeah. knee, the celly on the ice, the hand, like, sweep up, oh, yeah. point, the, the yeah, Patty yeah. Kane-type celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do something like, or if, yeah, if, I, if I'm playing with friends or against them or on the team, yeah, I will yeah. definitely. Now, now on a, a, a two seasons ago in hockey, Ball hockey. I uh, I scored the game winning goal or game tying goal or winning goal with like a, a second and a half on the clock. I dropped to my I did the fucking Crosby dropped to my knees, double clenched hands, shaking hands in front of me, and my team ran and and now I like I'm a really sweaty dude, so they didn't like pile on, but they all like kind of like pat on the back kind of thing. But I dropped to my knees. It's the first time I've ever done that, but it was like an adulation of I uh, like. Huge proportion. I couldn't get over. Anyways, we're fucking way off topic. Um, yeah, celebration. I'm so excited for relief. I know it's coming. It's coming. Okay, so let, let's start like wrapping this up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. What can be done at this point in the season? We got like twenty games left. What can be done? What do you do? Well, okay. At this point, right now, mom, if you're listening, just win a couple more games. We're in the playoffs for sure. Thank, thank you for the support. We're, yeah. we're almost there. It's right. it's great. Mama ba. Okay. Mom, please leave the room. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is the end of the podcast <laughs> for Mama Walker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. This season's a wash. Right. We're, at this point, we're waving the white flag. You know, it's funny because it's like Gibbons been away for a few games. Right. And could you imagine for a playoff team like with Toronto media? You the, brought this the, up. Yeah, this yeah is a good the headlines that like there'd be so much more stories going on with the Jays right, right now than what's actually going on, which is so funny. There's just no talk really of anything. And I hear like uh, O'Neill on Overdrive and guys who were actual professionals. It's like, it, you know, if I'm a Jays player right now. You know, management's coming to me being like, you know, we have nothing else to prove this year. Like, you're kind of you're you're done for the season because they finished the game on the road. They finished the season on the road, right? In New York, right? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see their their last series in Boston. I'm actually going to Fenway. To yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, they're, they won't even be coming back to Toronto. They're yeah. all leaving. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't. They're out the door. They don't give a shit. Like this season's gone. Right. So. You know what you can do is you, I don't I don't even know but you got to do something to start reassuring the fans right that that end of the year meeting with the season ticket holders right, right. and they talk their game plan for the next year and how we're gonna which eventually will be followed by the five percent seat increase right. in price this year because we're still a playoff team and we're Toronto I don't know honestly it's I'm so fucking disappointed and and like I said like this 
even when we were the shitty Jays, it was like, I don't know. This is just I okay. fucking suck. I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I, I'd say the last month has been nothing. But I just watch highlights. Like Jay yeah. and Dan are back on Sports Center, right, which right. those guys are goddamn hilarious. Yeah. Um, also a great podcast. Yeah. And I'll, I'll watch the Jay highlights like – you know, and I <laughs> talked like my mom is watching the games, my dad's watching the games, and they're texting me the score, and I have the score update on my phone. Yeah, yeah. I will throw in the, but it's like, it's not like last year, man. We had the podcast going, everything was right. I, a lot of fun. I truly feel for the first time in my life like a bandwagon fan for the Jays in, in a weird way. I'm not like it's just. I, I'm, I'm that guy. I never give up on teams. So, like, I'm a Toronto Maple Leaf fan, right? And like a Toronto sports fan. There's some dark Boston fans. know that not right now, but right. Different cities. Yeah, exactly. But cities have those dark times. Chicago right. had for a while. Yeah. yeah. And you just, I never gave up. So this, can anything be done? That's that's what I want to know. Can anything be done for this season? Yeah. Like, like what? The only thing I can think of is. You got bring to bring up some freaking yeah. young yeah. I think that's it. Of course you do. No, okay, here's the other thing. Let me put this out there. You've got some outfielders in the farm system who are pretty impressive. Yes. Do you say, listen, sit Jose down back, listen, Joey, we love you. You you like we're probably gonna part ways at the end of this year. You're not coming back unless you have a change of heart. How do you feel about sitting? How do you feel, how do you feel about playing a couple? Like we want these guys to get a little taste of the limelight. You know, we've got we've got a guaranteed forty seven thousand people coming to the next couple games. You mind sitting on a couple? You, you put a couple guys in there, or, or you say to Jose, like, listen, you want to ride out into the sunset? You want to swing back a couple more times? Yeah, okay, I fine. I, I'd ask Batista too. What do you want? But the way this season went, also tough fucking shit. Okay, Ooh, ice cold baby. I, I still have been saying this whole time, you got to give Batista respect. So, yes, I would yeah. ask him and talk to him. But you know what? He for sure plays the last two home games. Right. He wants those standing. I, you, yeah. And, and you, make, you make the game. that The very last home game is a Batista thank you game. Yeah. yeah. If he's not coming back. For, for sure. Yeah, if he's for sure not coming back. It, it, if he's coming back 100%, you've told Batista we're having you next year. Fine. Right. If there is even a 2% chance of cloudy, we don't know. Yeah, yeah. The last home game is Jose Batista night. Right. And it's the, a big thank you, standing ovation. Everyone gets a, he, a he, Joey back. At the, before the game, he's coming out, he does the handshake, he gets the like little plaque, right, everything. Right. It's Jose night. Right, right. And it better be a sellout crowd, and people better show their goddamn respect. Right, right, right. You know what, though, with the way this season... I want to see some young kids play. Yeah. Every other team does this. Yeah. And it's time. You know what? You didn't play well enough. Other people look, get look a shot. What I, look what they did to New York last year. They shipped up all their high-priced exactly. all-stars, and then they ended up uh, making a playoff push. And guess what? They don't even have to play every single game for the rest of the team if you call up a guy right now. Because yeah. guess what? If a guy does shit and he was from the minors, you send him back down. Right, right. You had your chance. You know what, though? This is for people going to Jays games right now. Right. You're going because the tickets have never been cheaper in the last few years. Right. And people are going to more games than ever just for us something to do because it is a good night out. It's still, in it's still, the, it's a, still cheaper a cheaper one, yeah. Women are gorgeous and girls love going to Blue Jays wearing right. the I Love BJ shirts and right. all that shit. Yeah. It's for the fans right now. Okay. So let, let me let me move to my next next one. Mm-hmm. How can fans trust management? I don't. I know. I know you don't. That's what I'm saying. How can, like, what does management have to do to win you, Bob Walker, over? I, I want a serious, I want a serious confirmation of what their goddamn game plan is. 
Okay. I want them to come out and, and stop with this bullshit. We're not trading these people. I know they said that about Donaldson. We're not trading him unless it makes the team better. Right. I want you to come out and you say, we're going for the playoffs next year. We're keeping these people. We're not trading. We're doing this. I, I want... I just want to know. I don't know what management. I get that they want to win. I mean, really, in the end, what everybody wants. Everybody wants to win. But I don't fucking trust them. I, I truly think that it's it's just they're trying to win on a budget. Yep. Even though we're one of the richest fucking teams, which just makes me so goddamn mad. I know, I, I know. Rogers, Bell, everybody, if you're listening, fuck you. Okay, listen, I got I to gotta put this out there because I forgot to bring it up earlier. One of the reasons why Shapiro was brought in, it wasn't to save money like the general speculation is. The reason why Shapiro was brought in was because... AA was too popular. AA was too popular, but in Cleveland, when the Jacobs family sold the Cleveland Indians, Mm -hmm. Shapiro was responsible for the makeover of Jacobs Field into Progressive Field. Yeah. And the Blue Jays, I don't know if you know this or not, but the Blue Jays are doing some major renovations to the Skydome. He's the guy that has to oversee that stuff, and that's one of the key reasons why they brought him in because that was, that's been on the books for almost a decade now. So I think that Shapiro, I think he's going to impress some people next year. I think Shapiro's going to turn into an all star next year. He fucking better because I don't give a, I don't give a shit. Yeah, that that's their main priority. You bring in a manager to help renovate a goddamn no, field. It, uh, he, okay, he's a GM of the team. I know. He's not like. John, let me be irrational. Yeah, fuck all right. Okay, like, last thing. <laughs> Young blood. Is there any anybody out there who you've got your eye like who who gets the ba thumb of approval? Vladdy. Yeah, but he doesn't count because because <laughs> it's gonna be a couple years. I know. And and they just did something impressive in Dunedin. I don't know. I what Bichette? Who? No, not like, those guys don't count because those guys aren't even in Buffalo yet. So you're so you're talking young for like next year. I'm talking guys who have you've seen already, uh, Smith Junior, um, uh, Urena, uh, uh, Hernandez, um, even uh, who's a pitcher that they brought in uh, the 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 converted outfielder. Oh, yeah, it's gonna bother me too. Fuck. But like, there's some guys who who are getting a chance to play. Like even. Um, Who's the guy that got injured? His hand, broke his hand. Fuck, he, football player who only started playing baseball like five years ago, and is like playing double A ball and then being incredible. Tabo? What? Who are you saying? The Blue Jays. He, he plays for the Blue oh, Jays. He broke his. He ended up breaking his hand. Dude, I don't even. Yeah, there's a there's a couple of young fluffs that that are impressive players. I, Yuri caught my eye. He was the one I was most curious yeah. about when he was coming up. So I guess him. Yeah, fair enough. I I really I, I told you, dude. This last like it's just been almost a Jay's void. I'm really happy that we did this because it, it's kind of therapeutic, a, therapeutic. <laughs> and and I I started watching a bit more baseball when since we've been talking about yeah, this, yeah. getting back into it. But just with fantasy football and hockey yeah. and watching soccer and shit and golf and whatever, like just yeah. any other sport I could find. I'll tell you, Jays. Let's we're gonna do one more of these at the end of the season. We're gonna see if we can. Trip. It already is the end of the season. I know. It, we we are waving the. Uh, well, are we doing it before the playoffs? Or are we doing it after the World Series? Ooh, I think we should do it. Um, I think we should do it when when. Well, the if we're doing a playoff, but we should and let it. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Okay. So we'll do we'll do like a half um, end of the season for the Blue Jays slash beginning of the playoffs. Our picks. We'll we'll talk about our picks that we're putting into it. We'll talk about the pool and all that stuff and be good. Honestly. Sorry, just quickly, but no, we're saying, don't but worry. just to wrap it up, I want to see some young guys play. I just want some kind of commitment from management. Like, 
I'm, I'm really easy to turn around, Anthony. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm a really easy, laid back guy. Give me a five game winning streak. You got me for life. Seriously, and I know that's so bandwagonish and all that shit, but it's just it, it wears on you after a while of a team doing consistent bullshit throughout a city for years. Yeah. It's just. It's one of those things where you almost expect the sky to fall, yeah. and you're waiting for it as a fan. But I, I, uh, all this shit I've said, everything. Donalds is coming back. Like yep. I, I'm still. Ha- I'm going to tune in. I'm go to the like home opener. I'm going to be watching uh, Dunedin. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm still going to be the Jays fan. I just want. I want management to give me an idea of where they're going. If if any kind, I just, just the smallest little indication that we are going to go back to winning ways, and whether that's like signing someone or just I, I don't even know what, but just a John little. Carlos Granton, I'll take him. God damn! Put that money on the books, damn. Yeah, yeah. You can raise the price ten percent, and you're fucking if, right. If you get him, okay, fine. You're I'll, fucking right. Yeah, yeah. They they get Stanton. I'll pay that ten dollar increase in I'm price. In. I'm in. Okay, wrapping up, man. I didn't realize, but we, we we we. This is a long podcast. Holy shit! But this, I think it's a good one, man. We, you know what? We, there's a lot we, going on. We're two diehard fans who had to get something off our chest. I, I'm, I'm really excited for the future because one last thing I want to put out there is that we've got um, Martin on the books for a little bit. We've got Tulo on the books for a little bit. Um, those, those are the big contracts that are going to cost us some money. Even Hap, for the record, you know, we got some young young guys in the system who are amazing guys. Like you said, Vladdy Junior. Bichette. We've, those guys will be ready in three years. By those time, by that time, Tulo and those guys will be off the book. I think we're in great shape. And I think we're going to be competitive. I think we, I still think we're going to be competitive. I Toronto. I mean, most teams right now in Toronto, everything we're kind of doing a rebuild. We're, yeah. we're regrowing, we're rebuilding team. the city. And I love this. This season sucked, but this era of the Jays I've loved. Yes. But like you said, there is also a bright spot at the end of the tunnel, unless they get rid of everybody who trades. But our farm team is great. And you can see the new Jays team of 2020, 2021. They have some serious blue chips. Brand new Under Armour jerseys and everything Uh, coming to baseball. They're going to look just disgusting. I, I know what. I Under Armour college baseball jerseys are so nice. I can't wait. Under Armour, everything is so nice. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Dude, I constantly wear Under Armour. I'm wearing Under Armour Ray fucking now. <laughs> okay. All right, buddy. Okay, let's tie this one up. Go Jays, go. We love you no matter what. And thank you for listening. I want to thank uh, Roberto Asuna, Kevin Pilar, Josh Donaldson for all those retweets, uh, Jose Batista for liking our comment on Facebook. Thank you so much for all you guys. I I want um, I'd have, so badly to have a drink with John Gibbons at some point. Thank Gibby. Thank you for all your one-liners. Just leaning back in his chair. Oh, sipping out of a flask. Uh, yeah. It's like a worn-out flask. Yeah, yeah. Johnny, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, I hope I hope John Gibbons is back for sure next year because he is a, a constant. Like he never gets too high, never gets too low. Was it, he just got his what seven hundred? Mm. Oh, I don't think so. Maybe five. He just did something. Anyways, Anyways. Know, we'll look at that for the next Anyways, time. Yeah, we were way too long. I'm gonna try to ramble so so quickly on the intro to this. Ball Walker, happy to have you back in the studio. Can't wait for the big news to come out. We're going to keep that all hush-hush. But there's some news coming out for Jesse. And when that happens, yay, 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 let's do this. Yeah, we're, we're pumped. I'm excited to Good. get this going. Good. High five, brother. High five. We high five if you couldn't see it. Yeah, you hopefully could hear it. <laughs> you want to you end this sucker? Oh, fuck me, right? Come.